Sabonis, Sabonis two-man game inside. Domas, dominant, dynamite inside on that one. Not afraid, and he got some dog in. And the steal! They can tie it with a three! Murray, yes! A Murray miracle in the desert! Welcome back to another episode of the King's Pulse Podcast presented by the King's Herald. My name is Brendan Nunez, out here in Las Vegas for the NBA Summer League covering the Sacramento Kings. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, Last episode went into the California Classic and and some of the first Vegas game with Drew and sort of broke it down from our perspective. But I've been lucky enough the last two days to get to have one-on-one interviews with Coach Luke Laux, Namiish Keita, um, Colby Jones and Jalen Slauson. And just for clarity's sake on when these interviews took place, the Coach Laux and Nimi interview were today, which is Monday at shoot-around prior to their nighttime game. I believe it's a 7.30 tip against the LA Clippers summer league team. And then the conversation with the two rookies and recent draft picks for Sacramento, Colby Jones and Jalen Slauson, took place yesterday so again one summer league game had taken place in vegas and the california classic had been completed when these interviews took place um but i'm gonna do it a little different i'm just gonna give you guys these interviews i'm just gonna play the audio for you guys and um yeah just let you be a part of this rather than um you know turning it into an article or maybe just picking bits and pieces i want to try something a little bit different and see what you guys think um i will say because this is a first for me uh the audio is a is a i'm getting used to the best way to go about doing this when it comes to audio quality and leveling and you know for for context the like kobe and jalen interviews take place in a lobby of a hotel so you're going to hear background noise the luke and the coach luke laux and mesk interview take place in a in a gym right after practice so you'll still hear maybe a little bit of background music apparently it was a drake day today not actually a drake day but you could tell that there was a lot of drake going on um so you might hear a little bit of that in the background squeaking at one point during the laux thing the buzzer goes off for half a second i did uh edit a majority of it so it might only scare you for half a sec so there's little audio things but that's what comes with um the setting that these interviews are in but i thought that it would be good for you guys to get to know colby and jalen specifically and hear them talk really these are just new people to the fan base and then when it cut, comes to coach laux and Amish Keda, um those are those were a little bit of a better setting for some smoother audio. And Luke is just an amazing interview, the same way that Coach Mike is, Coach Brown. And for Namiyash Keita, he's in a weird spot with his contract situation. So for I'll, I'll break down a little bit of what each one kind of my thought process was. For Colby and Jalen, I just wanted to ask them about, you know, it's only been about two weeks, a little over two weeks since they got drafted. They've already gone through a training camp with this team, had their intro and interviews and then played three games in summer league, which includes the full Cal classic moving out to Vegas and playing one game. And they got drafted a little over two weeks ago. So I kind of asked what that process is like. I'll ask, ask them a little bit about their relationship with guys and things like that, but there's 
and, and there are some, you know, on court related questions that I throw in there as well. Um, but that was a little bit more focused on adjustment to the NBA on and off the court for Colby and Jalen. And those are shorter, maybe about four minute conversations with those guys. Um, Namias and Luke, I got for a little bit longer. Namias is a very interesting one to me, Namias Keda. Um, because again, he does not have a contract going into next year as of right now. And got to ask him about that, what it's sort of been like mentally for him to deal with that and his NBA journey up to this point, how he feels like he's progressed. And I got a lot more into his specific game with him, uh, running the DHO, playing in drop coverage compared to switching, um, some of the things he's worked on in the offseason and things like that. And Coach Lauk's was more focused on what this experience has been like for him. He has a greater appreciation for being a head coach after this experience. And we got into some of the details there, how it could help him as an assistant next year, which he thinks. Um, and also when it comes to Namias, I asked everybody in here, coach Luke Lauks, Kobe Jones, Jalen Slauson about Namias as well, because he's a very interesting case right now with his contract scenario. So yeah, a little different. I would love feedback from you guys on what you think of of this. And for the YouTube side, I don't have video of these interviews. Eventually, I'll, I'll get to that point where I got a setup that I'm comfortable with that can get me there. But I'm going to be just turning off my video on the YouTube side and, and playing this audio. So we're going to start with Coach Luke Lauks, who, yeah, talked about being an NBA head coach in summer league here and what that means for him it's been good um it's it's what i expected Le learning a lot um both on an individual level and as, as a team i think anytime you're in this position you keep an open mind you learn so much i i think i'm going to be a much better assistant coach next year for for coach brown uh because he gave me this opportunity so Again, super grateful, and I'm, I'm having so much fun. Can you go into that a little more? Like, what aspects do you think? You, you talked about, like, you have a lot more respect for, for Coach Brown and what Jordy did last year. Like, what specifically has opened your eyes in this process? Yeah, I think, uh, first off, it's, it's not the bat. The, the, not that I, I know everything basketball. I, I still have a, a ton to learn, but the, the, the basketball portion comes pretty easy. Um, if you prepare and you plan, it's it's all of the the managing. It's managing the staff. It's uh, talking with your medical staff, doing doing media. Um, all of that goes into just stuff that a head coach has to do that you you don't really think about on a day to day until you're sitting in the seat and you're you're sitting there saying, holy, holy smokes! Like the the basketball portion was a tenth of the day, and um, it's again, it's, it's it's been such a great learning process. Um, of how much Mike has to handle and then how good he is at delegating the things that he can um, to his staff and to, to people he trusts. So it's, it's been so valuable for me to feel this on a, on a very much smaller level. Um, and then, like I said, you, you just respect the job that he does and he has so much energy every day, a smile on his face every day. Um, to sit in this seat for a couple of weeks, it's been it's been an awesome experience and how do you think that translates to you know you're saying it, it makes you a better assistant yeah i think next year going into uh you know the year as an assistant coach and jordy's been a head coach in the in the in the d league um he's been a head coach in summer league multiple times 
And he said the same thing, like when you sit in that seat, it makes you a better assistant because you you respect, um, number one, you respect the time so much more. Like Mike is so good about asking his staff for opinions. Um, and he, he needs just a clear, concise opinion, you know, it, and, and some, sometimes I'm a storyteller and like knowing now what he has to go through every day, not that we have a good enough relationship, um, to still, you know, talk on the phone for hours after games, but like, sometimes he just needs an answer. And, and sometimes you just need to give him an answer. And if you don't have one, say you don't have one, you look at some film and get back to him. But I think just respecting his time more, um, but also like I'm, I'm in awe at the job he does with his staff and how he values everyone's opinion, how he uses different staff members for different things. He's, he's like it, now sitting in the seat. What he does is, is masterful. What, what's the balance been like for you between maybe trying to get some of these guys to expand their game yeah. and then also just, you know, the biggest emphasis being winning? Yeah, I think it's 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 always a balance as an organization um, and as a competitor. Every time you step on the court, you want to win, whether it's practice, whether it's drills, whether it's obviously in games. That's the ultimate goal of what we do and everything we do is to try to win. Um, but how you get there, I think, is the most important part. It's about building the right habits. It's about you know showing up every day with a purpose. It's about organizing the right way. It's about planning the right way. Um, and I think as an organization, from top down, from Monty and Wes Wilcox, from Mike Brown, and then on down through his staff, um, we have a lot of talented people that are super motivated to win. And when you get that in in uh, an organization, good things happen. In, in terms of expanding roles, I think these guys have done a great job understanding what their role will be with the Kings. And roles can change. You know, people show up, they've gotten a lot better, roles can adjust. Um, but again, Mike is so good about laying out what he expects in terms of roles and then uh, pushing the guys to embrace their roles, not to just accept them, especially not to reject them, but to embrace them. Um, and I think in summer league, it's an opportunity, like you said, for guys like you know Keegan and Keon and Kess, all of our guys, Nimi, um, and even the draft picks to have maybe a little bit of an expanded role to see what they can do. Do you, curious, as a, like you were a guard yourself, do you does that make it easier for you to coach and relate to guards? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think. As, as a point guard, I, I wasn't a very good player, but the things I, 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 I was, I wasn't, I played on some really good teams. Like if I would have had to coach myself, I probably would have benched myself. But with that being said, I, I knew the things as a player that would keep me on the court. And I, I knew my job was to organize, to create great looks for my teammates, to fight my butt off on defense. And I think that it, it helps it helps me as a player just the way you see the game um, you're almost a coach on the floor you're, you're a quarterback of the team and I knew if I didn't do that I had no shot at getting playing time anywhere um, so I think even as a player I was without realizing I was developing as a coach um, and now sitting in this seat you appreciate those small things so much more as you coach especially young players that just can see the game and feel the game and understand what a coach needs from them are you one to like involve yourself in practices like you know run twos with some guys or anything like that yeah yeah absolutely i i still like to get out there and hoop with fox i mean i have no chance of stopping him but he knows i'll fight um and i i think most of our staff from top to bottom at varying levels were, were former players and and that wasn't 
that wasn't by mistake. That that was like by design. I, I think coaches who played at a high level and then came up through the right way and learned learned how to coach um, oftentimes can build relationships with players better. Number one. And then number two, they, they know, they understand what players are going through. So as you coach and as you teach, there's a, there's a different level of mutual respect if you've played at a high level. And then last one, you, uh, you when it comes to, to Namias, how have you seen him continue to grow? And, and he's kind of in a weird spot with, with not having a, a contract. Like, how do you think that that situation he's in right now in these games and, and what have you seen from him? Yeah, I think first and foremost, I, I told the staff this morning, um, Mimi shows up every day with a great attitude, not a good attitude, a great attitude. He always has a smile on his face. He always shows up and works his butt off. Um, so from that aspect, I commend the kid. Um, obviously, he's super talented. He's he's huge. He's young. Um, I thought he had a really, really productive year last year, uh, primarily in the G, G League. Um, and so far in summer league, he, he's had his ups and he's had his downs. Um, I thought he, not single-handedly, but he had a huge part in our win last game against Atlanta. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to coach him for the rest of summer league. I, I think he's handled the situation he's in with class and professionalism, and, and I love coaching the kid. That was Coach Luke Laux. You guys can, I'm sure, see why I love talking to Coach and it seems pretty easy to see why him and Coach Brown would get along as well. Uh, they present themselves very similarly, um, extremely well-spoken. I love that if I was a coach, I would bench myself too. And yeah, just great perspective from Coach Lauks. I'm going to move right into, into Namias Kada's interview now. Um, I asked him about Coach Lauks. Obviously, you just heard him talking about Nimi, so... We're going to get right into the conversation that I had with Nimi um, right after that as well. Like big picture, like, you know, this is going into year three. Um, how do you feel like your NBA journey has gone up to this point? I feel like I've been steadily growing. Like every year I get better. I feel like I've been uh, getting getting put in position to get better and work on my, my skills on both ends of the court. And I feel like I'm becoming a more complete player just from being in the in this type of environment and what do you you know your, your contract situation isn't isn't settled right now going into next year like how has that been for you mentally approaching this it's different um you always you always want to be be uh comfortable but it's something that uh, i'm i'm not really i don't really have uh how can i say like i don't really think about it too much I, my job is to play basketball and as long as i get to do that i'm happy and i feel like it's a great situation for me to be out here in summer league and be able to display a little bit of what can what I can do at this level. Yeah. What do you what do you feel like is your biggest thing you you contribute at the at the NBA level? Obviously, it's the size and the intangibles. Um, I'm a seven footer that can run and move well on the court. Um, and then I got the little things. I got the touch. I feel like I can I communicate really well on the court. Um, switching, being able to impact plays on both ends on the floor. Um, and I feel like I'm a I'm a I'm a player that's easy to play with, and I feel I make, I make a lot of plays on both ends of the floor. Are you pretty used to the size you're at? Like, I look back at some of those Utah State early pictures, mm-hmm. you're a lot more thin. Yeah, man, I feel like I've just been growing steadily. It's a part of it's a part of life. As long as older as you get, you the stronger you get, you become. And I feel like uh, the guys have been 
emphasizing a lot for me to get in the weight room and just keeping on getting better and working on my core, getting more coordinated. And I feel like with time, I'm starting to grow into my body and being able to move better just off of that type of stuff and being being thrown in this type of environment only helps too yeah how do you feel like you've been in that in that dho game i know you you ran it a lot in stockton have a lot of reps in it um but but how do you feel like what's your comfort level yeah i feel like i've been i've become a lot more comfortable um just because of being being thrown in with a lot of different guys like during the year i had to play with a in Stockton, I had to play with Wes. I had to play with uh, Trey Burke, too. Great, great players like that, too. And being able to play with different players always helps. Um, the more versatility you get from different players, the more little nuances you learn from each player. And you kind of get a good idea from that. Also, this summer, I was handling the ball a lot back home during the runs. And I feel like it just gave me a lot, a level of comfort. So I could, I feel like I'm able to handle the ball a lot better. And I don't... I don't feel like I get rushed a lot anymore, and I make the right decision most of the times. Mm-hmm. Handling the ball in, like, DHO post-ups sort of DHO post-ups, or? sometimes bringing the ball up the court and initiating the offense like that, but I feel like it's just things like that only help me on the long run, for real. Gotcha. And then defensively, um, when it comes to, like, guarding a pick and roll, do you have a difference in comfort between, like, going drop or, or switching? They were talking about you switching a lot last yeah. year. Yeah, like, I feel like uh, drop is always going to be the, the thing that got me to the NBA. That's the thing I've done my, for the whole, my whole life for the most. But I definitely feel really comfortable switching out on the perimeter and making sure making sure guards have a hard time getting a shot over me. Um, I feel like I got the length. I, I move my feet pretty well, and uh, I got the strength for the bump and moving after the second the second movement so i feel like i i can do that pretty well it's just a matter of what the what the scheme is and what the what the opponent what the opponent might be like if it's a offensive rebounding type of big do we really want to switch and make me make me stay in the perimeter stuff like that can can make a big difference you know um i feel like you've been using your left a lot did i did i just not realize it before or is that something you've been doing more so i mean it's it's some. I mean, for example, if I work on it right now, this summer, I'm definitely going to try and showcase it right away. You know, like it's it's times where I use it a lot more and times where I don't use it as much. But I feel like I, I'm comfortable enough to use it at any point of the game just as much as my right hand. Obviously not jumpers, but stuff like uh, hook shots, floaters, stuff like that. I feel like I'm that very comfortable with it. And then uh, what do you feel like when it comes to like rim protection, not necessarily in pick and roll, more so like weak side? Um, how do you feel like you are there and specifically the balance between, you know, not, not fouling and, and still finding a way to, to protect the rim? Uh, obviously, I feel like I've been getting better at it. Um, it's a different level in the, in the NBA because the guys are so, so versatile and do so many things. You can't really just lean in and get uh st- be in the paint for so long because guys can shoot it and you got to be able to guard both and be able to do different things on the perimeter but it's like i said a part of being being a player that switches i got to be able to do both both of those things and you know like block shot blocking shots is always going to be my first thing and the thing i do the best so i feel like uh, it's a happy medium i just got to be able to find find that happy medium and try not to get fouls with that with the with being out of position and being thrown in different spots as a perimeter defender player. And you've been around this coaching staff before, but specifically Luke being the head guy, um, what is what has that been like for you these last No, Luke weeks? Luke has been really good for us. He's a young young up and coming coach. He put demands a lot of us, but at the same time, he, he understands because he was a player too. Understands a lot of the stuff that we were doing, and at the same time, I feel like he's he's got a his own aura, and I feel like he 
he pulls the best out of every player just because of the way he can, the way he can relate with players, and he's he's a great mind coach for real. And then last one I got for you, Jalen said he's been talking to you a lot, asking a lot of questions. Um, what what do you think of him, and how is it for you being a mentor now? It goes by quick, man. I don't really I don't really see it as a, being a mentor, but it's it's good that um. I, I kind of got the experience of being out here in the summer league and being able to kind of display it a little bit for Jalen and Kobe and the new guys. Um, obviously, I feel like there Jalen's got a lot of tools defensively. He can move his feet really well. He can press up into the ball, um, handle the ball too. We play pretty much one through five at Furman, so he's going to be a very important player for the Kings in the future, and I feel like he's going to contribute a lot for us cause, just because of his versatility and how much he can impact the, the on the floor. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. 20th Century Studios presents Vacation Friends 2. Now streaming only on Hulu. Look at us all together again. We just wanted to give you guys a real honeymoon. Shots! 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 Five. Now streaming. Dad! He was just released from jail. Where can I get a drink around here? Back on vacation. This place is nice. It's drug lord nice. I'm sorry, drug lord nice? With more baggage. Ever since he showed up, he turned this relaxing vacation into total chaos. Does that. Vacation Friends 2, rated R, now streaming only on Hulu. And that was Namias Keda. Uh, he's a very easy guy to root for, you know. And I will say uh, it, it's a contract. It's a complicated contract situation. And I love his response of, you know, kind of just not really thinking about it going out there playing coach Laux, you heard him say Nimi has not a good attitude, but a great attitude every single day. And when I, when Nimi talked about, you know, getting his more used to his strength, excuse me, and his body, the, the core strength and the coordination specifically, those two things stood out to me, the core strength and coordination. Cause you heard me mention it in the interview talking about how like he was really a lot thinner at Utah State. If you look up Namias Keda, Utah State, he was a lot more thin and he's still growing into his body. And I think you can see that in some of his movement. Um, so that that stood out to me a lot there. But we're going to keep rolling along right into these next ones. Um, you heard Namias talk about Jalen Slauson at the end there. So we're going to go into into Slauson. And I will say these next two interviews um, – Again, a different setting, so a little bit of a different audio feel. Um, but trying something new again, I would I would love feedback. But here is Jalen Slauson, fifty fourth pick, Sacramento rookie. You know, this process has been like for you, like you know, everything going on so fast, one thing after the next. Like, have you gotten a second to breathe at all? Uh, I mean, you kind of got to. Like, uh, if you don't, this process can overwhelm you. Um, so, you know, the staff, uh, all the support staff here does a good job making sure, you know, we're taking care of um, anything we need, you know, medically, food-wise, uh, 
you know, whatever we need, we're well taken care of. Um, so they've done a great job making sure that we have everything that we need and, and try to limit stressors. Right. Has it hit you that you're an NBA player? Kind of, a little bit. Um, like it's still kind of surreal out here. Um, you know, it kind of hit a little bit more after I signed the contract. Um, but, you know, every day it gets a little more real. Um, like coaching gets a little bit harder. Like we're kind of out of the – you know, cupcake phase and Luke's starting to push us a little bit harder. Dutch starting to push us a little bit harder. So, you know, uh, they're doing a great job, um, you know, forcing us to adjust, uh, Kobe and I especially. But, uh, you know, it's been, it's been great. What's the adjustment like for you just to the NBA game? Mm-hmm. Um, it's different. You know, uh, I've talked about it a lot. Everybody here is a lot faster, a lot stronger, a lot smarter. Um, everything happens a lot faster. Uh, you know, you're expected to pick up on adjustments a lot quicker. Um, but it's great. You know, it's what we strive for our whole life. Um, it's what we dream about and uh, have worked so hard for. So now we're here and, you know, you have to make the adjustment. You don't you don't have a choice. If you don't, you'll be gone. Do you feel it with the three-point line at all? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can feel it with the three-point line. You get adjusted to it. You know, you get the, the time and pre-draft to adjust to it. And uh, so, you know... Um, Spent a lot of time in Miami working on it. Uh, so three-point line is probably not the biggest adjustment now. The biggest adjustment now is everybody's as big, as fast, as strong as me. Uh, so I, I would say that's the biggest adjustment. What about that, like, specifically, like, when you're, you're playing a five? I think they played with that a last game. Yeah. So you did at school. Like, mm-hmm. what's – how tough is that to, to get accustomed to with that size difference you're talking about? I mean, it's tough, but you got to do your work early, um, you know, Dutch and Luke do a good job coming up with schemes that'll help me when I'm guarding the five. Uh, you know, my teammates do a good job talking to me, letting me know where they are. Um, you know, they do a good job having my backside if I'm in the front. Um, do a great job helping me rebound. So, you know, it's all, uh, it's all, it's all good. It's all plays into the game plan. Um, when, what have you seen from, from Nimi out there? Uh, man, Nimi's great. Um, you know, Nimi's a great leader, first of all. Um, you know, tells me everything that, that he has to know, um, take, has taken me under his wing. Um, but, you know, he's really physically imposing. You know, he's big, he's strong, he's athletic. Um, he can run the floor really well. Um, and he's seen a lot of ball. I think this is year three for him. Um, so, you know, he, he understands that, you know, it's kind of like now's his time. And, um, you know, you can see that he completely took over the Atlanta game. Uh, we definitely don't win that game if he doesn't play well down the stretch. So uh, with him, with Nimi, it's just like he can do it all. You know, he can give us everything, protects the rim, rebounds, runs the floor, sets good screens, finishes very well offensively, offensive rebounds. So, And for yourself, um, how do you feel like the, the Cal Classic games went and then that, that first game here in Vegas? Um, you know, still working out a little bit of nerves. Um, but, you know, I feel like, uh, I'm never going to be a guy who, who's going to give you 20 a night. I'm going to kind of do a little bit of everything, um, get a couple assists, pick up, grab a couple boards, um, maybe throw an open three in here and there. But, uh, you know, I feel like still working out the nerves, still getting adjusted. You know, I'm starting to get a little bit more confident. Um, the coaching staff's done a great job. The team's done a great job instilling confidence in me. So, you know, um, uh, the adjustment period is kind of over now. It's, it's kind of go time. Like, uh, Got maybe another game to, to finish your adjustment period, and then after that, you know, kind of getting into who you are being who you are. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you definitely saw Jalen Slauson have an adjustment period those first two games in the Cal Classic. And um, the one thing that I want to point out is after that, I, I had tweeted out the quote, the quote where Slauson is talking about, you know, he never thinks he's going to be a 20-point per game scorer in the league. Um, it's about doing all the little things. And some people were like on him about, well, oh my God, this guy has no confidence. It's never going to work. Like, I think that that is an amazing mindset. This guy's the 54th pick people like just being real. This guy's not scoring 20 a game in the league. And if he eventually grows into that, it will be a process. It won't happen right away. And I promise you, if he gets to 12, he's going to believe he can jump to 15. If he gets to 15, he's going to believe he can jump to 20. He's not saying it's impossible for him to ever be that player. What you're hearing is a guy that's already accepting and self-aware of what his role in the NBA is going to be. And I think that's a great thing. Um, So that's the thing I wanted to talk about here about Slauson before moving on to Kobe. And as you can hear with this audio, um, it is a little different. I wasn't planning on presenting it this way, so I didn't do a great job of pointing the mic back in my direction when asking questions, but hopefully you guys can still hear that okay. Um, And the last one we're going to move on to here is the conversation that I got to have with pick 34. Pretty confident that was 34, uh, Colby Jones. In this process, been like for you, you know, you have all this happening so much back to back, and just kind of what's it been like getting to this point? Yeah, it's been uh, really fun. Um, a lot of things being thrown at me, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to take it all in. It's my first time really out here in Vegas and in summer league, so just really trying to enjoy it with my guys, enjoy it with the team, and uh, yeah, it's been a great process so far. Are you all right with the heat? Nah, this heat's something else. It's just like it just like overwhelms you. But I'm trying to get used to it. But I feel like you really can't. Right, it's aggressive. Yeah. Uh, what's the adjustment been like on the floor, like and getting used to the NBA game? What's the biggest adjustments there? Yeah, just getting used to the speed and the skill level. Uh, I feel like everyone on the court has a great skill level and um, just a lot stronger, a lot faster. So just feel like just the physical part. And then on the mental side, just um, really just making the right reads because um, like. With the defense of being um, more athletic, you got to be be quick on your decisions. So just kind of get adjusted to all of that. Is the three point line an adjustment at all? Um, yeah, I would say it was at first, just like right after I came out of college. But I feel like throughout the summer, just been working with that. So I'm getting more and more comfortable with it. And then at college, your last year, your three point shooting took a big jump. Like what went into to that? Yeah, I would just say a lot of reps, um, just getting confidence from just putting the time and practice, and I feel like that's really all it was. And then positionally, I think we've seen you play like one to three here. You're a guy that you know is versatile, but what do you feel like is sort of the the difference in playing those different spots? Yeah, I mean, I feel like all of them um, have their own unique uh, situations, like bringing up the point. I really haven't played that. So um, I feel like that's been really good for me, just to try out different things and getting reps at the one and guarding their one. Um, and then being on the wing, just being able to have to guard taller, more physical players. So it's all been really good, though. Do you feel the physicality difference? I know Luke, I feel like Luke has said that word to me a bunch. I can only imagine how much yeah. he says it to you guys. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely was just the big, especially going around screen, screens, trying to get around those and then um, battling with them in the paint. So, yeah. And then uh, when it comes to Nimi, what, what have you seen from him as you've gotten to know him on and off the court? 
Um, yeah, it's been really cool. Um, uh, yeah, he kind of just told he actually helped me out with the Wi-Fi here in the hotel. So that was that was really cool for him to help me with that. But um, yeah, he's a beast down low in the paint. Um, yeah, kind of last game we kind of just fed him. He kind of just carried us to that win. So um, yeah, he's been really good though. Can I put out the Wi-Fi? Nah, he told me I had to like unplug the Ethernet cord from like I had to lift something up and then plug it into my PlayStation. So yeah, he helped me out with that. Okay. Defensively, when it comes to to ball pressure on these guys and how much faster they are, like how yeah. does that uh, affect? What's those adjustments like for you? Do you got to back up a, a little bit with some of these guys, or like when it comes to containing the ball, how has that been different? Um, yeah, I've been trying to um, trying to pressure. That's what they want us to do. So I've been trying to get used to that. But uh, yeah, like you said, like the speeds um, more quick at this level. So I'm really just trying to adjust to that. Um, just trying my hardest out there, trying to just compete. And I feel like that's what it comes down to. And is there anybody on the on the team that you've got to like pick their brains a lot? Like in my mind, somebody like Keon plays similarly to you and has a year experience. Is there anybody that you've got to kind of pick their brain? Yeah, definitely with Keon. I've actually been talking to him a lot, just like just off the court things, just like life in the NBA. Um, so I've kind of, kind of, kind of close with him. And then, uh, yeah, just I feel like just everybody just trying to pick their brains. Like I make a bad play, I kind of talk to them, see what they would do, stuff like that. So it's been going good. All right. Well, again, I hope that audio levels and some of the background stuff was all right for you guys. But I wanted to share it uh, again for you guys to get a better impression of Kobe and Jalen and um, kind of how they speak, how they go about their business, what this adjustment has been like. Um, I think they're guys that clearly are, you know, team oriented and understanding of their role and excited to be a part of this. And um, obviously, Namias' situation is very interesting. You heard everybody talk about him, and um, I really appreciated Luke Lauks's perspective at the beginning there as well. So, again, I, I would love feedback on what you guys thought of going about it this way um, when it comes to releasing this content, maybe rather than writing something up. But let me know what you guys thought. Um, I'm not going to share too much of my opinions on some of the things they heard because I'm sure that you guys hear my opinions all the time so i'm gonna leave it at just what you heard from those guys let me know what what portion stood out the most to you and again i I would really appreciate feedback on this type of content and presenting it in this format i will get more comfortable with the audio and leveling and you know, point my own mic towards me when I'm asking questions, et cetera. So I will improve in the process, but feedback is much appreciated. And thank you guys for the support. Um, means a lot. And you guys have been very active throughout this draft process in summer league. And that means a lot to me. Um, I'm blessed to be able to be out here and have these conversations and and have these experiences and a lot of that is because of the support that you guys have had so i can't tell you how much i appreciate it and how much i appreciate also all the people at the king's herald that are another big reason that i am out here take a look at their patreon uh well their site first of all to see work from myself and all the other great guys and gals and take a look at their patreon as well if you are able to and willing to support local independent Kings coverage. So if you enjoyed this episode of the Kings Pulse podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review, and you'll hear from me again in the next couple days.